welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And we're here. We showed are. our faces. We did. On the podcast. We've... Becca is the proud mother who's married another child I off since did the it. last time. I did it. It was a whole situation. I'm still in the sort of aftermathy time where I'm washing dishes every day, all day. I bring a few more into the house from the car and mm-hmm. I wash them. I think I'm I'm basically through my first complete humongous load that was stuffed like from the front seats to the back of our sequoia up to the roof. I am mostly done with that load, but I think there might be three more. I'm not sure. I I am unclear, but I'm making good progress and I'm only bringing them in <coughs> as I wash them. So I'm I did not bring in the big mountain. I just let it be in the car and then pull it in as necessary. You feel that this is helping you? Psychologically, yes. Because I can keep Mm -hmm. the house kind of like tidy and it feels okay. Oh, got it. But I am having the wedding aftermath dreams where like every night, I guess it's only been like what, four nights or something, but I'm dreaming that I'm like putting together a really dysfunctional reception. Mm. And despite the fact that Aiden and Jemima are married and gone, like I have to make all the food because that's just how it is. Is you have to make the food afterwards, and that's just an interesting <laughs> thing. And so I'm cooking all this food, and like the tables, like we set them, but we forgot the tablecloths first, <laughs> stuff like that. And then I, I wake to... up, and I it's such a joy to wake up and be like, no, I only have to wash some dishes. I used to do that. I used to do that when I did event <laughs> stuff. Is that you'd be like falling asleep, and all of a sudden, like I didn't order the tablecloths, and you're like, yeah. no, the wedding happened today. Yeah, like yeah. whatever. You yeah. just get this like yep. stuff in the back of your mind that it I takes know. a little while to shake it out. I know, and it's just really funny that every. But it is so great because I wake up in the morning and I'm like, hey, I don't have to make Look all at the me. food. Look at me. I just have to wash some dishes. And that's, that's really fine. Funny. Yeah, so I have due to like haul in a few boxes and crates and then I get those all washed and packed up neatly and then he hauls in a few more boxes and crates. Anyway, we're we're that chugging like along. A good life. We're chugging along through it. And the wedding was great. Yes, it, it was. was great. And it was and it it worked, which is it, it went beautifully. It but I remember because I was sick the day of our wedding. And I remember looking out from mom and dad's bedroom. And all the people arriving for the wedding. Yeah. And I was not... My wedding dress made me feel sick. So I was oh, not wearing it great. at the moment. Perfect. And I was feeling very not... Not mm-hmm. it. And... Yeah. But seeing all the guests rolling in mm. to sit down. And I remember thinking, but it will work. Yeah. Like, even, yeah. even though I'm feeling terrible... Yeah. I can take a vow while not feeling yeah. good and it will work. And you know what? That's the real mercy of it. I know. Is that at the end of and the day. So like the stuff that was funky about the wedding was very small and it didn't interfere. But it's just funny the things that you sit there being like, oh my word. Because we had all the cousin girls come in and set flower arrangements on the front of the stage. And at the rehearsal... The guy at the venue had been like, oh, I'll do the tape for you because I was going to stick mm-hmm. the tape down. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, we need seven across, like, evenly spaced across the front. And he was like, great, so one in the middle, three on each side. And I was like, yeah, that's that's smarter than the way I was going to do it, which was, you know. 
And he was like, always start from the middle, takes the tape, he goes off. Well, I didn't check his work, and I should have, because he just seemed really profesh. And then when I walked in, when I was being seated, I was like, what on the actual earth is happening with the... (laughs) I think, it was, I think it was Lena who was the one that was off because... No, she, she wasn't off. He he had just put no, the tape No, she put down. it on the tape. But yeah. I'm saying she walked in, put it on the tape, and then she took a little gander. Of, yeah. Like, she was like... <laughs> what is it? <laughs> she had a look mm-hmm. of like, something mm-hmm. is not right, but that's where the tape is. So I'll just leave it and there. So, and you know what? Who, who cares? cares? But yeah. it just definitely was like... Oh, well, that's odd. Fancy that. <laughs> and the other thing we did was we forgot to have the piano music continue after the recessional. Yeah. And we didn't ask for any, and so it stopped, and it was quite silent in there. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably people started talking amongst themselves, but Not we Not so left. much. It stayed pretty quiet. We left. It stayed sort of like yeah. a somber... Because <laughs> nobody really wants to jump in with no, the... Um, no, no. But the, uh, this is a beautiful <laughs> venue, the uh, Admin Auditorium, the U of I Auditorium. And uh, it's where Ben and I got married, which is where, really Yep, fun. and also I've been in weddings there. Yes, we've been, yes. And I've coordinated weddings there. We've been there. But I remember one where the grandma got up in the front row to be mm-hmm. at a wedding to... At the end, like in the oh. like the family is sure. now gonna, yeah. and her skirt just fell off <laughs> in the in the front row. The poor grandma just stood up and her skirt didn't like, and then they uh, people around her sort of shuffled her back into it and took her right out the door instead of up the aisle. They just shot her out the yeah. side door. <laughs> That was one thing that happened you know, in there once at a wedding. Another thing, for. and I was at a friend's <laughs> wedding in there, and this was one of those times where you lose all. Like you, it's a it's a truth universally acknowledged that when you're not supposed to laugh, laughing oh. becomes infinitely more oh. infinitely more attractive. Oh, like yeah. you, you oh, just yeah. just the reality of it being a no no. Yeah. makes it such a yes like it's so <laughs> hard well we were at uh, my good friend bon bonnie's wedding i was in her wedding and her brother fainted in yeah that. oh and it was and, loud well it's like a hollow stage yeah. and it's a acoustically live room yes. so it took everyone by surprise he just, that he was just like, like blam hit, yeah you but know. he hit the stage so hard and it was just an unbelievable noise and then but he came to like as he hit the stage, so yeah. he like hits it and bounced up yeah. with his eyes open. It so looked, he, it looked like he, when he, you do it on a trampoline, <laughs> where you go down back and then pop it back totally up. Did but on a wood stage, so he like he like bounced up with his eyes open. Dad was doing the wedding, and Dad just looked at him, and his eyes were open, and uh, and so Dad just goes back. How Dad just overlooks the fact that this has happened and presses on with his admonitions about marriage. But he did. And all of us who were gathered on the stage, you know, like somebody got in my chair and everybody else is like, we do not, do not make eye contact with anyone. Do not like just really try to keep a grip, like a grip on yourself because 
what would be more unseemly? The pastor has carried on. Yeah. The yeah. bridal couple is carrying on. Yeah. And can you imagine one of the bridesmaids <laughs> gets into whoops? Like, you're, you're just like, yeah. just shut yeah. your face, Rachel. Don't do yeah, it. Don't definitely. do it. Pressure. Pressure. Yeah. yeah. And then um, at this particular venue, there's no central stairs to the stage. There's right. small stairs on either side. And at this phase... This was the last time they did it, I'm pretty sure. But they, um, the university was like, oh, we can put up, we'll yeah. put some stairs in the middle. Yeah. But their stairs should be in scare quotes. They were stairs. They were like, I think it was like a little choir riser or something. Yeah, I think so. On top of another platform. So like that the bottom, mm. so it made it the right size. But they covered the whole thing in black tablecloths, which is how you can't know. They had black <laughs> draping. I don't know what it was, but it mm, was an improv mm, yeah. stairway. Yeah. And so at the same wedding, the everybody had gone up onto the stage, passed out. And mm-hmm. I think we then sang a um I think we sang a song after he passed out that was like a near death him for us because I don't remember which one it was but it was it definitely referred to fainting it may have been as the heart about to falter or something uh but it was definitely a my soul faints first I mean it was whatever it was so the the tension is just burbling on the stage anyways and then at the end of the uh at the end of the wedding, they turn to go. The bride and groom go down off of the stairs. The best man and maid of honor follow them. Then I'm up next with the groom's brother. And we start to head out. And apparently, these jury-rigged stairs, something had gone wrong in the course of time. It had <laughs> bounced this... this. I, I don't even actually know what happened. I think... It might have just collapsed or it slid off of the platform yeah. or something It definitely happened. pitched forward. Yeah, that's what was weird is that it didn't... I bet it slid. Or it was collapsing on itself. Like it oh, was going sure. this way. But whatever sure. happened, Adam and I take a step on the top stair. And it's a high stage. Yeah, it is. And the stairs just launched us. Like they just... They just... <laughs> They just started, they just gave way is what they did. Yeah. And so we leapt. We leapt together. I can say it. It was a hurdle. It It was was, like. It was outrageous. And it was probably the, how high do you think the stage is? Like, it's maybe, it's higher than 36 Maybe thirty-eight yeah, inches. It's probably like a kitchen, like our kitchen counter. Height. Yeah, I you know, say it's, it's not, like a. I think it's a. It's maybe higher. a little bit higher. Yeah, it is. I I'm gonna go 48 like forty-eight eight inches. Not forty-eight, but maybe forty. Yeah. Well, know? whatever happened, we stepped on that, and it wasn't gonna hold us, and we just leapt off yeah. of the stage. And I'm in heels, and I wouldn't. There's no way I would have landed it if I hadn't been holding the groom's <laughs> arm. <laughs> So we just yeah. were linked no, up. They just flew. They just <laughs> they flew just like a bird. Jumped off of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. And I what I remember <laughs> is really landing in a crouch, like holding <laughs> holding his arm. Probably with like right at holding the my but oh I was. We were <laughs> like in the lap in skirt. the lap of the first of the front row. <laughs> and crouching, like oh. looking straight at them. And then we stood up, but the the thing is is that all the suppressed 
yeah. humor. By the, because it wasn't obviously just me trying to not mm-hmm. laugh. The mm-hmm. entire audience oh, had yeah. been trying to not like yeah. everybody's yeah. trying to keep a lid on it, and that mm. was the thing that just—it was like the ceremony was over, and oh. it was just this uproar of hilarity. <laughs> and by the time we got to the end of the aisle, I was just like, like tears just pouring down. My, like we were laughing oh, so hard, I felt like I'm going around a bend. Like yeah. I have to, I have to power myself <laughs> off here. <laughs> but there was a little boy oh. at that wedding. Who was like, I'm so glad we sat in the front row at that <laughs> wedding. <laughs> he had been, you know, probably not usually delighted to no, be in weddings. No, have to go but... to a wedding. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, man. Yeah, we've been at that building for a lot of stuff. And yeah. that's where we graduated from high school there. You not me. Have... Where did you do it? I think I graduated. I think we were at Bryan Hall in Wazoo. Oh, weird. Yeah. I graduated there. A number of my children graduated there. Yeah, and lots has happened and, there. Yeah, and it's a beautiful room, and the sun came out, and so the stained glass windows were just bright, and it was very pretty. It was a morning wedding, so yeah, that was nice. Anyways, we lived through it. We did. Good news. Every Everything, you know. We did, and I just, I did get all the food made, and we did put the tablecloths on before the plates, and... Winner, winner. great. Yeah, we got it done. But I'll tell you, though, this is something that I noticed. In the times that you're ordering things like, you know, a freight train, you're just ordering more and more things constantly and booking things and whatever. Mm -hmm. And a couple of times. Having a financial nosebleed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Complete hemorrhaging of the funds. However, um, this happened... A couple of times, because inevitably you're ordering that many things, something's going wrong somewhere. You know, something's late or it didn't come the way it was supposed to come or whatever. And so I had ordered a dress for myself, which then showed up without the sash. So I called and um, I was like, you know, this is for a mother of the bride dress and it's next week. And is there any way you could just send me the sash? They're like, no, we're going to have to send you a new dress. And so I was like, okay, can I get it in time? They said, yes, absolutely. We'll get it to you in time. Is this the card you want us to put it on? And I was like, wait, are you charging me for another dress? And they were like, yes, we're going to have to charge you for the second dress until we get the first one back. And it was like, uh, just... I'll call you back because you're just like, you know, I don't know that right this minute, the week before the wedding, you really want to be double, doubling up on the money that you're spending on your own dress. And then, um, so I was going to call him back. And then also after all, all the RSVPs had rolled in and I knew, okay, now we know how many chairs to rent, how many tables to rent. So I get out my quote and I had gone in and, you know gotten the quote for everything and then I was going to call when I knew exactly what we wanted so I pulled my quote out and I sent the email like RSVPs are in this is what I want I get this email back the next morning from this woman at a different like at the neighboring city's location so I don't know why she is the one who got it 
But it's this breathless email of like, call me immediately. We probably don't have time. Also, the prices have all gone up. I am sorry, but this is going to be very different than what you were quoted. So I call her and she's doing this like very sweet voice, but it was like, oh, so since you got the quote, all the prices have gone up. Everything is more expensive. And so I was like, well, on the quote, it says valid for 30 days. And she goes, oh. No, that is not true. It's not the quote that's valid for 30 days. It's only if you turn it into a reservation. And I was like, well, that's what I'm trying to do right now is turn it into it. And she was like, no, but the prices have all gone up. I was like, but doesn't having the quote say on it, it's valid for 30 days. Doesn't mean that those prices are locked. And she's like, no, because the quote is not for that. I'm like, what is the quote for? You know, like, what's the difference between a quote and a reservation? And she's like, oh, well, yes, let me explain. So a reservation is when you book it and the quote is merely for pricing purposes. And I was like, right. So <laughs> since it's for pricing purposes, and she's like, but they've all gone up. And also the other thing is that since, because basically you book it for the event and you can get the stuff the day before or return it the day after. Yeah. She's like, but two of these days are weekdays. So that quote that you're going to get, the like the more expensive quote, it's going to be double. And I was <laughs> like, what? Like, why is it going to be double? And she's like, well, because two of them are weekdays. And so it's just going to be double what you were told. And I'm like, well, when I went in, we talked about the days and this is what they told me. And she's like, no, no, it's going to be double. Also, you can't return anything on Saturday. It says you can, but you can't. You know, like, it, and so I was like, well, I, I think I'm going to call the Moscow branch. I think that's what I'll do. She's like, but they're very busy. You'll probably need me to help. And I was like, I, I think I'll just call the Moscow one. You know, one. I'd actually like to not have yeah. you help. So I call the Moscow one and I get on there and I'm like, so I just talked to the lady in Lewiston and. She thinks it might be a problem to return stuff on Saturday now. And the lady's like, oh, no, it's fine. You can return on Saturday. We have people here. And I was like, okay. And she, is it fine if we pick it up Thursday and return it Saturday? And she's like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's great. I was like, okay, well, we have the RCPs, So now I know how many of everything I want. And she's like, oh, great. Let me pull it up. And she goes, oh, I'm going to have to manually override this because... Some of the quote, some of the prices have gone up, but you have the quote, so we'll honor those prices. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, you wonderful person, because it was so funny that all it was was a difference in personality yeah. of the person who is really thrilled to give you bad news and the person who wants to help you out. Yeah. And then I called back about my dress to be like, okay, just do it. I'm going to give you a different card. Just charge it and send it. And yeah. she was like, oh, just a minute. Let me talk to my supervisor. And then she's like, we're, we are expediting you a new dress. We're not charging you for it. Just send the other one back. You know, again, and you're like, well, thank same you. thing. And it just feels to me like this is a, this is a thing that is universally applicable in life. Not just when you're so in the much. throes of a wedding. And I was thinking about as a mom, Mm. Are you the kind oh, of mom? No, Becca. No. <laughs> let's keep this. Let's, let's keep, keep this in the event planning <laughs> rentals. <laughs> or as a wife, let's not let this be a metaphor. <laughs> let's not learn and apply wisdom from this. <laughs> but it's purely your attitude 
of do you want to be gracious to someone or do you want to like kind of take delight in delivering to them the law and the prophets? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> because you know, the proverb about withholding to his own hurt and does, does not, not change. change. Well, that at least they honored that. Does not but, put out his money at usury. <laughs> I was thinking about doesn't withhold good when it is in your hand to give. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing that's been that, I have realized is that the more you're stretched as a parent, like, and, and I would be lying. I would be lying a thousand percent to act like this is a, a thing I've experienced sometime in the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have experienced it sometime in the past, but it's, it's a current real, events. A real it's, life it's reckoning a, right now. It's a live news broadcast <laughs> right now. It's not, I'm not speaking of, I'm not speaking of things I once heard yeah, tell of. Sure. But the more that you're stretched as a parent, well, as a human, but the more you're stretched, the more you start acting like a miser. The more you start being yeah. like, but the funny thing is, yeah, Luke and I were talking about this, how you start withholding things that are free. Yes. yes. And not because you're feeling like, I can't be obligated to give. <laughs> Someone's like, so what are we doing for dinner? And you're like, you need to not ask me. <laughs> you need to play guess when, what? You know what you could do? You could go ahead and say, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to have to figure something out yeah. with the noodles. Right? You could yeah. you could yeah. have said that. But and instead, you, could you smile. want to be like... You could smile. What's really rude is... <laughs> is asking people who want to know what I'm going to make for dinner. And the funny part, it's... It's just funny, but, but there's so many things that are actually free. Mm -hmm. There's no limit on this supply. No. There's no like, but the more that you are feeling. No. And for me personally, what I am feeling right now is just the surprise, uh, uh, the addition of, uh, like an overlay of an infant schedule on my mm -hmm. life. And mm -hmm. I do right now, I'm having the hilarity of like, you're nursing and you're playing with the baby and you're nursing the baby and then you're doing this and then you're nursing the baby and then the baby goes to sleep and you have time and you're just like, I think I'll just gaze into the distance for a while. <laughs> the whole time yeah. that you need to be nursing and doing all this stuff, you can clearly see all the work that you need yes. to do. Yes. But as soon as you power off, the baby powers yeah. off for a second and I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in that moment, what happens is just really funny because you feel like, oh, I'm so much of my energy is being taken that somehow you're acting like you don't have the ability to explain, you know, like yeah. one of my little kids will come in to be like, mom, why does, you know, whatever. And you just feel like this just disgusts me that anyone <laughs> wants to talk right now, <laughs> but it's completely free. And it's funny how much that realization that God is so generous with us and that we just have the hearts Even of when misers we, yeah. like and how much we want to be like if you think about the fact that God not only are we said it's allowed for us to bring our concerns to God mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we're commanded to bring our right. every yeah. Our every worry, our every anxiety, yeah. our every whatever. And when people bring us even casual conversations sometimes, <laughs> we're like, my head, my poor head. But see, here's the thing. In 
this is very similar because in the last few weeks, as you can imagine, life has been a bit of a screaming nah, never. sweep of, wow, how are we going to get it done? Because it also, we did it Saturday morning directly after finals week. So it was like, I mean, Aiden was defending his thesis that week. Knox is trying to write his thesis. Lex is turning in his thesis. Gemma's trying to finish a project for Canon mm-hmm. that was due that week. Like, everyone was so maxed out. Hero is doing finals right up to the last minute and having to write papers and then turn around and do wedding flowers and be mm-hmm. a bridesmaid and all of this stuff. So everyone was maxed out. And obviously, I was also maxed out, but I also had a house full of people who are maxed out in their own It's a ama- It's an you amazing I mean? magic. Like, that- everyone was. And it was so funny because when you're completely, like, full to the tip top of, like, things to do and piles and all this stuff, I just kept thinking that, honest to goodness, my number one priority right now is keeping a good attitude. Because getting into a snit doesn't change the outcome whatsoever. No. You just are treating yourself to a horrible time and everyone else to a horrible time. (laughs) And you're not actually moving the ball forward at all with the actual problems. You're just really hindering yourself. (laughs) It's, It's kind of like if you had to really run fast and far and you decided what I'll do is, uh, untie my shoelaces and tangle them up and then mm-hmm. tie one to the other. This would go better if my this hair was in my face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It'd be best if I had zero visibility. <laughs> so it's just like honestly keeping that priority of like I have to stay joyful and I have to stay enjoying this moment because what a sweet moment it is. And same with you. I mean yeah. like, no, a million percent. No. You have this baby. No and it's a, every every facet of it is sweet. And the mm-hmm. thing is is you're just it's like I have zero to complain about. It's yeah. it's just the funniness of your. Of, I have noticed though because we're older and you're older. There's a lot of things that I know. It talks about young men, but the glory of young men is their mm-hmm. strength. But yeah. the old is wisdom. Yeah. And there's some real stuff that goes on in the shift from <laughs> the gear One shift the from next. strength to wisdom. Yeah. Because I think when I had all of the energy and the open runway to do stuff, like when you're young and Mm -hmm. you're not Mm -hmm. entangled with a lot of other responsibilities and things, you're like, by the sweat of my brow, I will Mm -hmm. make this, like an event, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I will make this happen. And when you're doing that, you, there's so many spiritual lessons that come along, right? Tons of them. But the gear shift to when you're older is... Those spiritual things are the front burner, by a, I think at least by a long shot. Like it's mm-hmm. it is really funny to me how having a newborn, I'm back to so many lessons I learned a really long time yeah. ago. Yeah. But what's funny to me about them is how much less, uh, how much less what's the word impact uh, impact or how much less entangling they actually are now because of how weirdly frank I can be about them like where you look at it and you're like ah that would be a big time waster if I decided to have the like if I decided I need to talk about my you know and I was just talking with Luke about this for instance sometimes you just want to start dealing like you want to deal in great depth with how you feel about 
your responsibilities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than spending that energy on the responsibilities. <laughs> like, you're like, yeah. But before, at first, I'd like to burn thirty percent of my mm-hmm. available energy mm-hmm. having an issue about the job that needs to be done, and then after that, I will dabble in the job that needs. Yeah, to be done. like if you had a pitted out kitchen and you decided now is the time to clean the crown molding up there with a with yeah, a little or or you have a pitted brush. out kitchen and you're like. We need to talk about how I feel about the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. Or, but I just instead mean, of instead that, of just cleaning the big mess, you want to get up there and you're deal like, with the weird. We've got to change the fridge filters right now. Yeah. We've got to get yeah. in there. And it's funny how clarifying it almost always is to just do the work. Like how much mm-hmm. it's like, Lord, mm-hmm. bless this effort yeah. to just do what I need to do and to not yeah. Yeah. worry about it. I mean, I mean yeah. honestly, I can't, I would not change a anything about the way my life is right now it just has such a funny it feels like a three ring circus of like things that I know how to do but I've never actually done in this life before I've never like this is very familiar and then at the same time not well it's just sometimes your life is is being conducted in a high wind yeah other times in periods of calm and I feel like both of us are in a higher wind moment yeah and sometimes you just get to a phase of life that's like it's all about the grind sort of like um and god is so gracious because of how much how much this is just a rhythm of life where there's the grind and then there's a moment where you see the fruit or you experience you know like and it just it is a rhythm of life issue but right now i would say we're in we're just actually having the there's like more than one thing going on at the same time. Like, yeah. like where we have, oh, yeah. we're in one kind of a grind and in another right. kind of a not. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, it's really sweet Yeah. And time. I do think that the, the emphasis on giving things that are free is a really good one because. Well, because they're free to you and yeah. free for you to give. And it's not, it's not, um, yeah, it doesn't cost anything to tell your husband. Thank you. Thank you for all of that hard work. I'm really proud of what you're doing right and it doesn't cut co- like and it yeah. doesn't cost you anything to and and sometimes the reality is I think that this is an interesting thing with teenagers and with older kids and what you were talking about everybody has their own responsibilities going and there are times when it is just like I think mothers really can fall into this where you just have decided to make it about yourself all the time yeah, and you've yeah. just started to be like, well, the house is like everyone's job is my job. Like I am the mm-hmm. center of attention mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and it is because we want all of our kids to take responsibility for their own impact on a like that is sure. their job to help. You know what I mean? To clean up after themselves. That sure. is their responsibility. But there's a real way in which you can just be treating your kids like. Not like this is my chance to bless them as they relax, but this is their chance to bless me while they don't have school. (laughs) This is their chance to, this is their big chance to do my jobs. Like this is their, and that's just always, it's just the old human heart. Just having a smile for your people is not, is not too expensive for you. No. No. And also just actually being willing to talk to people when you are having some kind of a, um, 
I mean, with kids, a huge part of it is actually a willingness because what I think is really funny, this, this is not just kids. This is marriage. This is friendship. This is mm-hmm. everything. This is all human interaction. interactions. Yeah. Is that you can be like, why, why are they wanting to tell me about this right now? Like, yeah. why is, why do they want to interrupt my moment where I'm feeling stressed about fill in the blank? I'm feeling all busy and flustered and they want to talk mm-hmm. about something mm-hmm. that I'm like, why are you telling me this? Basically just a desire to suddenly snap your fingers and be like, I'm ready now, honey, for you to tell me our 10 year plan and <laughs> strategize our life. <laughs> and he's like, I was going to try to clean up the garbage. That... <laughs> and you're like, no, it's time right now. Right now is the time. It's yeah. as yeah. you said, I just, I feel like it's funny how the golden rule turns out to be basically per- universally <laughs> applicable in any, in any situation that you can come up with the golden but, rule. But the golden rule actually does require a little bit of thought. And that's, I think the thing is that sometimes we think it's so obvious right? that, and, and, but you don't actually run the thought experiment of what would be a parallel. Yes. Um, situation for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how would you know like you just think well if if I was them I would do this and that's not the same thing as no let me think through as as running the equation that translates it into a different person right I I wrote a blog post forever years ago now you know that by the fact that it was a blog post exactly that but the analogy is strong here, which is that women often are critical of their husbands doing things that will cost them work. Like you left your clothes on the floor and didn't turn you, your socks right side you out. You didn't rinse your dishes out and put them in the dishwasher you like you should have. On you are sink. being a reckless expender of my energy. You are not stewarding the house correctly. <laughs> Whatever. You know, like, yeah. um, and women think, yeah, but that is like, I'm just trying to help him be more thoughtful. You know, well, yeah, thoughtful of me. <laughs> but I have, I mean, I know it's out there. I know that there are husbands who do this out there. But that's a pretty, like, I think that's a pretty common to a homemaker, housekeeper yeah. temptation. But how many people actually have husbands who like come home and then would like, go get into the fridge and start pulling things out and be like, how did you let this cheese get past its expiration right. point? You are wasting Look my money. Soggy you did not lettuce. use this. You don't even care about the work I'm doing at the office to bring home the money for you to buy the lettuce you didn't use. <laughs> like, uh, that, that, that is a pair, a parallel yeah. is like, I'm getting into some place that you haven't had time to get to, or you mentally yeah. couldn't, you know, like yep. you just weren't there and I'm going to be really critical and make everything that fell off of your plate look like it was an intentional insult. Like, yes. like yes. this thing that you forgot to use in a timely manner yeah. is because you don't you like You don't appreciate me. me. You hate me and my work. <laughs> <laughs> and 
But it's funny because yeah. that's what I mean by trying to have a parallel. Because you run the equation you tend to, to think, translate. It. Well, yeah. but if if it was my husband who was keeping the house, I would not do this, yeah. right? Like yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. And it's like no, just think in terms of Put a it different in a new context, right? How yeah. could you get nit? I mean, how could he get nitpicky and critical yes. about every place that you've wasted his energy or yeah. his time, right? And then. And right. then let it, and it be is a true that there probably are some some husbands out there I'm sure they who are. do it. But to be honest, with I a betcha, calculator in hand. Yeah, if, I think if we put those husbands on one side of the scale and we put all the wives on the other side of the scale, I think this is a problem that that seems more likely to be naturally occurring in the women's half. I but, actually think that in the Christian world, the yeah, okay, I can't. I can't make statements about how many fussy men are actually out there because I know that they are out there. But yeah. I do think that in our current world where women can do no wrong, like women mm-hmm. are the mm-hmm. victims, women are the... You won't get a lot of pushback no. from yourself if you start posting TikTok videos of yourself complaining about what your husband doesn't do. Right. Right. Some I saw... Sometimes people send me videos as things that we should talk about sure. or whatever. Yeah. And uh, one of those was someone who's like, when my husband says you should smile more, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's this woman really dramatically fake smiling while she's vacuuming and fake smiling while she's washing oh, so dishes obnoxious. and fake smiling while she's, but the funny thing is she does the whole thing in a clearly beautiful, expensive home. Like, right. like right. she's making a big grumpy tantrum face at a husband <laughs> who told her she ought to smile more where mm-hmm. she's like, do you see the menial work I'm doing vacuuming my beautiful living room? Like right, right, just, right. it's an amazing fuss is really what yeah. it is. But you don't get a ton of pushback on that kind no, of thing in the no, world. If you, you talk don't. about, I'm the one who's doing the menial work, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm exactly. the one that no one cares about. You people don't say I think yeah. we should. I think yeah. we should all look should. at how much your husband appears to be putting up with. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so Rach, do you have a tip? I actually come to this episode with a tip. Oh, Becca, get your tip out then. In hand. Well, I say this is someone who's only recently had to make forty-two thousand cheesecakes. Mm. Um, they were small. They were six inches. Um, but nonetheless. It was a lot of cheesecakes. And you know... Every time you say nonetheless, do you know what I think of? Mm-hmm. I bet you think of it too. What? Nonetheless. Do you remember? No. Oh. What is it? It's the, inter- the introduction to the Canterbury Tales. Oh. <laughs> Would it have Tima and Spasa? Yeah. Is that <laughs> fair? They're in this tall apasa. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. Uh, no, you're Distraction. right. Distraction. You're right. Okay, but um, nonetheless about well, the cheesecakes. I could get there if you were to mention Juan, Juan, Juan de April with a sure sota. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, so the cheesecake, you know, always fares a little bit better in a water bath. Mm-hmm. You can do, do better without the cracking on top. And I did the first lot of them, like probably the first 28, 30 of them I did with a water bath. And then I kind of fell off the pony on that and I was like, whatever, and just slapped them in the oven. And they definitely developed a crack if I did it that way. But 
Um, water baths can be such a pain, especially with a springform pan because, you yeah. know, it leaks and the foil and the thing. Uh-huh. I did um, oven bags where you just get an oven bag and set it in your, like, 9 by 13 pan or whatever. And put your springform pan inside it and then just pour the water Oh, outside. oh, oh, oven bag saying? as the water barrier? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. And I will say that a crock pot liner did really well actually at keeping the water out then i got just some like basically oven bags you'd cook a turkey in and i there was a little bit of leakage in those so i don't know if there's a difference but it feels like a crock pot bag is meant to keep it watertight you know what i mean Uh whereas i'm not sure if a turkey bag i don't know what design elements are necessary but i will say the crock pot liner i could use it multiple times and I just cut off the top so it didn't have a whole ton of excess plastic everywhere. And it is very simple and easy to do a water bath with that. And so that is my hot tip. And it does make a big difference in the final product of the cheesecake. Well, I don't think it changes the taste, but it definitely changes the yeah the top looking correct. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah, it is. It is. So just keep that in hand if my you're doing it for tip. Easter. My hot tip is that because... After I had the twins, I had to wear, I had to stop wearing heels and things because of the physical therapy I had to do to recover. Mm-hmm. I can wear heels. I just don't wear, I don't wear heels that push me too far mm-hmm. and I have to make sure that I'm not, I can, I just am much more delicately aware of the fact yeah. that I could throw myself into a situ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I end up being a sensible shoe wearer right. in a way that I wasn't as thoughtful of mm-hmm. before I had them. Yeah. But in a house and all the work around the house, it's like I need supportive shoes on. And I will say, I have two pairs now of Kizik's. Kizik's. Yeah. What is a Kizik? A Kizik is a sneaker that oh. is designed to be step in step out mm-hmm. and they you step right on the heel of it and it pops it onto your foot oh. and I will say that it's a real luxury because I need to wear supportive shoes in the house but if I like sit down to nurse and you're gonna put your feet up or I sit on my bed mm-hmm. to do something that where I don't want to be wearing sneakers yeah right you can just kick them off so easily but well, then when nice. I stand up holding a sleeping baby you just step back into your sneakers you're oh. like, there's no needing to tie them again. That is nice. You just step in, step out. And I'm telling you, for the like house shoe kind of yeah. world, the yeah. shoe that you're wearing around in the day, uh-huh. that is the best. That is the best thing to be able to step yeah. into a sneaker because I would actually feel like putting a sneaker on and tying it up is asking too it's much an affliction. of me. No, yeah. like in the in the kind of yeah. hustle to do something because I might get yeah. sick of wearing them yeah, at exactly. some point. Exactly. So I don't want to have to untie them. I yeah. don't know why. Why is that a bridge too far? But it feels like one. It does. But it stepping does. in and out of sneakers while holding a baby or having your hands full of stuff mm, is actually... That is good. It's actually really... Uh, see it. That's a way that technology is helping us today. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're like, 
I realize it's not a really big problem, but the fact that someone solved that problem is really nice. You're like, wow. It's like, good job, humanity. Guys, thanks. You did some stuff for us. I love what you've done with this. (laughs) It's funny how that happens sometimes. Oh, man. Then there's the people fixing problems that no one's having. (laughs) And you're like, I don't understand why you thought this was needed. But that's the whole as seen on TV section. Yep. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, that's my I hot agree. tip. That's a good tip. Yeah, I, I that's approve. it. That's all I've got. Those shoes. I like it. Also, the uh, the dog hair remover that called a chom chom works what real is it? well. Chom-chom. It's like a lint. It's a lint brush roller thing. But okay, it is really good at cleaning like the couches off okay. without. Without having a, it looks like you vacuumed your whole couch off. Okay, like, so I have because it picks stuff up. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. You then you crack the back open and dump it out. Okay, it actually so picks I don't up. understand my thing that I have. I don't know where I got it. I don't know what it's called. But it works like a charm. I think somebody must have given I it. I wonder to if us. it works like a charm charm. <laughs> Maybe it is a chum Is it like a white thing like this? No, it's like a pumice stone. It's like a big oh. hunk of a pumice. And you rub it across the couch and it mm. vanishes all of the hair. But I can't figure out where it puts it because <laughs> I look at the pumice afterwards and I can't find any hair on it. But it's not on the couch. I don't know. That I, is weird. It like is him. weird. And This I, one, I know where it went. It goes because it's a... It's like a Y. It, it flicks it all up inside of it. Like it okay. picks it up and flicks okay. it. But it's just, it's a speed kind of like. And this is bad because probably somebody who's listening to this podcast probably gave well, me this Well, if it comments. was you, tell us what it means. Like whoever yeah, like, hears what is it? it. No, because I just kind of keep it next to the couch and you could just rub it across the couch and it just, there it goes. It's gone. It's That's, very weird. That is weird. I'm I, now I'm intrigued. Yeah. Like, maybe the pumice itself is made out of compacted dog hair. <laughs> <laughs> like attracts like. Yeah, it just sticks yeah. it in. Yeah. No, it just like it. Yeah. Interesting. It, it works well. All right. Well, so we've really covered a few different bases uh, there, but don't a hot trot through the podcast today. <laughs> don't withhold good. When it is in your hand to and give. And I actually, the point, the point that we really were making together is it is in your hand to give. There's yeah. so much in your hand to give that's free to you that mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. should not be withholding from people. No. No. One of those is your good attitude. Smiles. Give that one to God. It's Graciousness. in your hand to give it. Not. It's in your hand to give it instead of demanding people put things in your hand. Yeah. That's the thing is yep. that God has put so much in your hand to give and that. That desire, that inventory of what other people ought to have given you is the one that we need to all probably chill out about. Yeah. And what's the verse I'm trying to think of? Freely ye have received. Freely give. Freely give. give. Amen. And how freely. I mean, like, so above, over and above, like, so much that God has given us. And And it's funny because the more you can discipline yourself to see that and to act on it, the more you really, really, I mean, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. And yeah. it is such an encouragement to yourself to mm-hmm. do it. But for some reason, yeah, we tend to not want to. Yeah. All right, guys, until All next right. time, which at this rate will be next year. <laughs> but See you in I 2024. Don't, I don't have any weddings until May. 
like eight weeks from now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Becca's got tons of time. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye.